Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Whenever you are, welcome to Two Men with a Mic. All right. On today's episode, we have a very special, 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 special guest. Yes, we uh, do. Yeah, an old friend of ours from way back in the day. And so we're really happy to have him on the show. He's going to share with us what he's been doing. And he's got a band and an album. And we're going to talk about that. And we're going to talk about our adventure. So real exciting show. Hello. Hey. There David Allen Hoyer. There we go. <laughs> How you All guys right, it's doing? The big three-way call. Yeah, fantastic. How are you guys doing? Doing great. Good, good, good. Excited to finally uh, have this conversation. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you're on here, dude. Yeah, this it's super fun. Like a little dream come true. Uh, yeah, it sure is. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, then, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to it. It's going to be just neat. It's It's been really wonderful to hear you guys and, and all the things that you've you experienced through high school and everything. A lot of fun. Yeah. yeah well, it's super interesting. You guys were... Your 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 history with Mike actually predates me. Um, you're the you're the you're the guy that we're always referencing in some of our other episodes of of you know stuff that Mike was working on and that sort of thing before he and I met. So, um, do you guys remember like when you first met? Yeah, uh, I think yeah. it was it was like the second or third day of school, right? At, yeah, I think so. At Highland Elementary. Yeah, and yeah, I I, had I think come we over walked from... home together and together, and it turned out that you lived on the same street as me, and it it's like ten houses away or ten houses farther down the street or something like that. Right, 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 right. But um, you you like Mitch, like we we totally bonded, and like both you and Mitch are like brothers to me, like blood, like family, and so I'm really grateful to have met you and Mitch. Um, we were like 11 or 12. And, uh, and then we met and we were just inseparable. And we did all these crazy things, just like uh, Mitch and I later did in high school. <laughs> and uh, we would have, we would have like continued to always do crazy things. But um, your family moved to Northern California, I think when you were like 13 or something. Yeah, I, 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 I think I went through halfway through seventh grade with you at um, uni, right? Yeah. I, I don't remember. Was it university? Yeah, it was uni. Yeah, that's what we like called that? it. Yeah. 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 But so we, it was devastating, but um, you moved with your family and then uh, you and I, um, I visited you at your new place, both yes. places. And uh, then one time when, when um, we were 14, you came down and visited and got to meet Mitch. And then we had like probably our greatest adventure. Yes. Yeah. It was one, <laughs> definitely. One. <laughs> That's probably one the of greatest the of all the episodes. I mean, all the escapades. Yeah. 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 It was pretty wild. <laughs> yeah. It, it, you know, it, it, if you actually think about it, I mean, there's not many people in America that have accomplished what we accomplished. I don't, <laughs> that, that I don't know if it nice. deserves bragging rights, but it's still a fact. Yes. Yes. It was a crazy, crazy night. Not everyone can <laughs> evade the entire police force, including the helicopter. 
It nope. takes a special skill. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> it, it was all that James Bond training. Yeah. It was James Bond training, totally. Yeah. Yep. It was from just absorbing all the Bond films. <laughs> and and uh, a little Indiana Jones. And Indiana Jones. And a lot yeah. of Indiana Jones, yeah. A lot oh, of Indiana yeah. Jones, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, we should tell everybody that um, David did a really ambitious thing with his band. And they recorded an entire album and and came out with like a CD with like how many songs are on it? Uh, 13. 13 songs, like full album. And I don't know, what, what was the story with the album? Uh, well, originally we just figured we'd put together like a five song EP and, and just be able to, you know, shop it out to get gigs and stuff. And then it was going so well, we were recording with our friend Bear Erickson, uh, who's a a great engineer down here in the uh, Southern area. And so since it was going so well, I, I just, and we had the songs and we had them all worked out and stuff. I just figured let's just do a whole album and then we can, you know, send that around to people and see if we can get gigs. Yeah. And yeah. And it worked out really well. We did the album in two, uh, it was finished in 2013. Okay. So, so it's been out a while and we've, actually have the material for a second album which is oh wow you know uh when covid hit and everything kind of crumbled my business just started taking off so we were almost ready to go in the studio again and you know everything kind of fell apart at that point but but the the songs are still there uh we just need to find the time to get back in the studio so where does where does everybody go to uh find the songs where do they go um they go to bandcamp.com and just type in grass mountain and yeah and there'll be a picture of, of the cover of the cd and then which all the is songs. also really cool who, yeah who yeah that? that was another story is i had my um the guy that i used to work with building swimming pools he was actually the owner of the company so i, I worked with him uh, but I had my own contractor's license. So basically he, he subcontracted me and his wife was an amazing painter. And so I, you know, requisitioned her to, to paint the, the picture that's, you know, now the cover of the album. So it's a great painting. Yeah, she's she's really talented. So it's just like all the band members and they all look like cowboys and then they're standing in in a field in uh by a fence and then i guess it's grass mountain in the background right it is grass mountain yep that's yeah that's it's a nice painting it's really good the interesting thing is you guys recorded a bluegrass album but uh so after you moved um you got interested in playing the guitar and became like a guitar virtuoso and uh, you told me that uh, you really loved like Deep Purple and Black Sabbath. Definitely. Like, all... Yes. Very influenced by the heavy stuff. And yeah. Still super, really enjoy that that genre of music is, is my favorite. You know, the heavier, you know, not not so much when it got kind of glamish or, or the hair metal stuff, but the early yeah. like heavy uh, hard rock stuff. Mm -hmm. you know led zeppelin deep purple sabbath a lot and yeah those bands were super influential you know early on in in my playing um but it's interesting then that with even with that love for like heavy metal 
for your first album you it's a bluegrass album when when my buddy and i uh we were about 20 years old my friend jason uh who is the actual uh, other guitar player in the band um plays multiple instruments he plays uh dobro banjo mandolin mandola and guitar on the on the cd um he and i went to a bluegrass festival when we were in our early 20s and it was it, it just blew us away we were just like god these people are such great players you know it was a, a festival with probably eight or ten different groups and yeah we were just we were shocked at how good the players were and and so ever since then we were both kind of inspired to learn to play bluegrass um but when we were that young we weren't that great at it <laughs> so <laughs> so in uh mid 40s we got back together and i had written all these songs and and jason and i got together and we were just like hey we can do it now let's let's do an album <laughs> so and then our our the bass player zach actually um he he was the one that was basically like, okay, so you write your own music, Dave. We're doing all your stuff, nothing else, just all original stuff. And I was just like, oh shit, uh, oh sorry. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> okay. I, don't we cuss? I think we cuss on here. Okay. Yeah, sorry. we can. We're, we're we're all right. We'll survive. We're just okay. a bunch okay. of sailors. My kids are used to it, and they're the only ones listening anyway. Besides oh, the person, well, David listens the... to it. I do. I do. I'm, I'm, I'm up to date. <laughs> and the, yeah, and the, the person show. in Mexico and the person in Australia. Very great. Cool. Very cool. <laughs> well, you guys are doing a good job. It's super fun to listen to you. So, oh, thank you. I don't know if that's because, you know, I'm kind of part of, you know, part of you guys' life. So, yeah, you are. Might have helped. <laughs> so, yeah. And, and yeah, yeah, it's kind of fun. So, we're going to go ahead and play David's song right now for everybody and then we'll uh, come back afterwards okay okay Thank you. 
I really, really, really liked uh, Table of Creation. Yeah, isn't that an interesting song? It's yeah, a cool it's, one, dude. Very cool. If yeah, you don't mind, I, I might, um, you know, I always make like little videos of Gowan or, or lately um, it's been mostly photographs, like little slideshows, but I'll put music on it. But I would like to put that song with a Gowan video. Oh, fantastic. Is that cool? Oh, absolutely. Yes, please. Okay. Good, so good, good. I'll probably use a bunch of your songs for Gowan videos because I, I, we, we both really liked them. Oh, thank you. You're fantastic. very talented, man. You really are. <laughs> Those songs are, are songs that I've been writing for years now. So I, I finally connected with a couple of guys that wanted to go in the studio and actually make it happen. So it was, it was a lot of fun. And uh, where did that song come from, Table of Creation? I mean, Table of the- Creation was actually a song that I was working on. It was kind of a conflation of a couple other songs. And it actually had words in it. And I didn't really care for the words. So I was like, yeah, well, let's try it as a as a instrumental sort of thing. And then, um, you know, my buddy Zach's like, let's, let's put Didge on it. <laughs> you know, didgeridoo. That was cool. Yes. So it, it kind of morphed into more of a didgeridoo kind of vehicle. So, mm-hmm. um, when yeah, that first it, comes has in, the, the prayer on it and everything. It has what on it? It has the prayer bowl, which is kind of cool. Ah. That if you hear the little ding, yeah and that's yeah that's that's the, a real prayer bowl it's a it's an actual prayer bowl yep oh that's so, so cool yeah yeah so yeah so it was fun when all that comes in like it starts out with just the guitar and then there's like a little bit of strumming and then all of a sudden the didgeridoo um and like uh, just like a wall of sound comes in <laughs> yeah and it's, away that's very dramatic that was really cool in the song yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's it's been kind of a you know hit when we play concerts and stuff. People love to hear you know the didge and they love to hear the you know the instrumental, the whole thing. So, so what's yeah. what's the name of the band, David? the The name of the band is Grass Mountain. And you say you guys played solidly like different live venues and stuff for like five years. We did. We did. We played all over the place. You know, bars and and you know, different events and uh, for, for, yeah, for like five years, we, we played pretty strong. Well, and when I visited you that one time with my now ex-wife and my son, you showed us like a videotape of you performing. That looked like it was uh, in the band. Um, and that looked like it was a really big venue. It, yeah, we played some pretty good ones. We played some pretty, uh, you know, not huge, but, you know, pretty good size. But, that looked um, like American Idol to me or something. <laughs> I mean, the stage nothing like that. Like it was big. Nope. Nope. It was, wasn't that big. It wasn't quite that scale. Don't but. tell anybody. I, I <laughs> <laughs> Hey, then, so uh, the name for the band, isn't that a mountain near you? Got, near you? It is. It is. There's a, there's a mountain in our back country called Grass Mountain. And it's a, you know, it's a pretty popular spot for people to climb. It's a, it's a really, pretty brutal climb you know but yeah we named it after our local uh you know climbing spot here here in San so then all the new material that you have is it more bluegrass um it's it's really a mix i i've 
yeah, yeah. All my stuff is kind of eclectic. It's, I mean, the the first album's not really all bluegrass. There's kind of countryish sort of stuff, and there's sort of, um, you know, bluegrass, obviously, and then just some other different kind of more rock and roll, I guess, more pop stuff, that sort of thing. Okay. And then the new songs are just kind of more more like that. Um, yeah, just kind of a mix of stuff. I'm just pulling from all different kinds of places. There's a couple of songs that are actually more rock and roll, like like kind of Ted Nugent esque, I guess. All right. Oh, yeah, cool. a little little heavier with, you know, more guitar stuff, which I actually wrote on electric guitar. But then we kind of, you know, since we were doing the acoustic thing, we're just like, hey, let's just um, let's do it acoustic and see how it goes. Oh, so, interesting. Yeah, so Jason put banjo on it, and I'm playing acoustic guitar and, and singing and. Um, yeah, and then Zach's playing stand-up bass on it. So, actually, no, he's not. He's playing electric bass on that particular song. So, so do you think you'll get back together and record it? I would love to. Yeah, I think at some point we will. Yeah, the guys. I I just talked to uh, Zach the other day, and he's just like, "Yeah, Jason would love to to play anytime," and and Zach said he'd love to play. So, just a matter of finding the time. Just getting in there and doing it. I want to hear you record like a, a metal album now. <laughs> that would be fun. And, and that is definitely something Jason's into, into as well. So, um, yeah, I think that could that could happen. I That'll hope so. Happen. Yeah. yeah. I love the guitar. I can't yeah. play it, but it's just awesome to hear it, especially when you're playing it. Yeah, that it really bit me. It, it bit me when I was about 15 years old, so... I um, I just I got a, a cheap acoustic guitar and you know just got super into it. You probably and, got bit when we were running from the cops. <laughs> probably <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, I don't doubt that. Well, I'll start off with what I remember. So, it was a weekend, I believe, and I get a call from Mike because he was supposed to be coming down, and he's all like, "Hey, Mitch." Uh, I'm going to come down, but I'm going to bring a friend with me from out of town. Somehow we arranged that you guys were going to spend the night. Yeah, I think that was that was what I recall is uh, we were going to go to your house and uh, spend the night. And then we I remember climbing out the window, uh, jumping over a wall. And then, you know, we were out. And it was <laughs> <laughs> and, and, uh, yeah, it was just turned into craziness it was just like that time when we escaped from alcatraz yeah Yeah, exactly (laughs) (laughs) we we escaped and um climbed over the wall and and where where i lived was you know not very far from where you and mike used to live i was just down a busy street but i lived where all the um a, a little uh shopping center the public pool and then all the apartments for the college were right there but we were in a house but it was like where the main street for the college was on the other side was all these apartments yeah okay and um so i i guess we decided we didn't have a lot to do And yeah, and, we, but, right. okay. but we didn't want to go swimming in that pool. There was a public pool 
that was all locked up, we felt it was best to try and go over there and go swimming. <laughs> yeah, I remember. What do, you, what do you recall on that, Mike? Um, Just that. And then I think because we didn't think anything through, we just sneaked out in the middle of the night together. Um, I think that we swam naked because yeah. um, we, we didn't have a swimsuits and we had to get back in our clothes. So I remember you being <laughs> up on the high dive. <laughs> <laughs> and doing that yeah. dive and i remember we had to climb the fence to get inside there yeah so our first adventure on that night was to go skinny dipping in the public pool right <laughs> even though we had a swimming pool in the backyard i know yeah. it's funny that you mentioned that i forgot that you had a pool i don't know why we had to go break in the public pool well, we didn't break anything we just climbed over the fence yeah right. you know right. we know what's funny is mom called me uh the other day and, and she was all like, I still don't understand why you guys forged the notes. She goes, you know, if you guys would have asked, we would have all let you guys go to the movies. <laughs> and I, and I, I just told her, but mom, there's no fun in that. Right. <laughs> We're adrenaline junkies. Mom. Absolutely. We needed the thrill. That's why we were climbing fences and <laughs> where we weren't supposed to. So, yeah. Yeah. That's too funny. Well, and then that's... one of the other things we had, too, was um, I had some, I think it was me, one of us brought firecrackers. Yeah. Not fireworks, but firecrackers. I don't know who brought them. Yeah, where did yeah. they come from? Yeah, I think you did have them, Mitch. I think. Did I? Um, oh, okay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not to point any fingers or anything. <laughs> were, were they legal back then? Was that when you could still buy? No, they were not legal. They were from Mexico if I had them. Because my grandma, oh, that's why. Yeah, yeah that's that's why we were being chased everywhere. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> I think that precipitated the whole. Uh, well, we were blowing them off all place. over the place. We were really being irresponsible. We were like throwing them in people's yards. And, yes, and, um, and by this time, it has to be like ten or eleven at night. Yeah, it was getting late. Yeah. yeah. So we're 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 lighting off firecrackers in these residential neighborhoods, you know, and they're not and it, fireworks. And yeah, and it's completely silent out. <laughs> I mean, every everything <laughs> everybody's in bed, it's quiet. And yeah, except for the bad. explosions. <laughs> well, I remember there used to be like a children's center. It was like a little school. Well, and I remember we were throwing firecrackers into like the playground area there. Well, remember that's where we actually got busted the first time. We did, yeah. Yeah. We um oh, by some off duty police officers. Right? We we saw the car lights coming and so we all just dove into the uh playground. Oh that's right. To oh my the gosh, I don't remember that. Was that that same night? Yeah, yeah, because they oh my god. I think you guys made it in the bushes and I was like standing there and then they <laughs> pulled up and, and they were like they shine their flashlights on us, and then they were like, "And you guys in the bushes, come out." Is wow. that correct? I, I that's yeah, not yeah. Wow. Because <laughs> I was too slow. I didn't make it in there. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> but so they, they gave uh, us a warning. They, yeah. um, they were like, they were actually cool. They were just like, "All right, just go home." Yeah, it's late. You guys shouldn't be out here. You know. We're done for the day. We don't want to. It's the same thing we ran into, Mike, when we got busted for the beer. Right. It was it was like they just didn't want to deal with it. Yeah. Right. 
So they right. they tell us to go home, and we're all like, "Oh, okay, we're sorry, we'll go home." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, and that didn't work. It just yeah. Then we didn't go that. home. As soon as they drove <laughs> off, we started throwing firecrackers all around. Yeah. <laughs> so we we uh, ended up walking towards the college. Right. We were I think we were bored in that little shopping center and yeah. the guys had kind of busted us. So we were walking towards the college and there was an open there was a road and then it was kind of rolling hills and a little bit of open fields, a lot of chaparral and then the college. So the college hadn't built over that. I think they've built over it now. Right, Mike? Yeah, they built a lot. They built like a big parking structure on right. it and other yeah. stuff but it used to be much more rural and there were like these hills and then on the other side of the hills uh, all over the top of the hills i believe there were like orange groves and stuff and then um on the other side of the hills was the botanic gardens right okay uh, so. so it kind of was like a little grassy forested area yeah and it had a lot of like uh what they call chaparral which is just basically big bushes growing really tight together. I mean, if you're underneath, like if you're on the ground, like if you're a rabbit, it's easy. <laughs> but if you're like any taller than a rabbit, you're like going to get scratched up by everything. Yeah. Oh, I think yeah. There was a stream bed out there too. Yeah, there was. Yeah. It, 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 my shoe is still there. <laughs> <laughs> well then I, so I forgot we continued blowing off fireworks and then all of a sudden the police showed up well yeah luckily the college was repaving the road so they had barricades up blocking the road and we were past the barricades by about i don't know 50 yards or something a, a good distance right so we're that's right i forgot about blowing that. off fireworks yeah. over yeah. there now away from the residents that's right. I remember right. the roadblocks and we were so grateful because it stopped the police from being able to drive out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Gave us a little buffer. A little yeah, buffer. well, they weren't very smart because they're at that roadblock and they got their lights on. I mean, their headlights. And then they flip on their overhead. Their, their, their siren lights. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> and a bunch of them came. It well, was Yeah, so we ran everything and we just jetted into those into that hillside yep yep and there were there were several cars and we just yeah. we we dug ourselves up into that chaparral really <laughs> got <laughs> scratched up all the pieces and yeah and hunkered in there we were buried in it um and then the police helicopter came too and then the copter came yep yeah and, and, he, and they were and... they were there for a while they were there for, yeah, quite a while. They were circling, like, right over the top of us, shining their spotlight down on us. And Did I remember, like... it feel like, like they we... found you? It felt like they were shining it right on me. I was all like, I'm so busted. Yeah. I curled up into the fetal <laughs> position and didn't yep. move. <laughs> yep, me too. And I closed my eyes because I thought, they'll see the glare of your eyes. <laughs> uh, but it felt like the... I thought we were busted because, like you said, it felt like the spotlight was right on us. Yeah. And it was I, really powerful. Like, I mean, it, it, it totally illuminated everything. Yeah, it was super bright. I, I remember, um, you know, one of us, one of us or all of it, we were kind of deliberating on whether, should we just give up? Should we, should we go out? No, no, no. Just stay in here. It's going to be okay. We're going to make it out. 
Right. You know, we'll just wait them out. We'll wait them out. <laughs> so crazy. Yeah. But that spotlight was super bright. It was, it was super bright. It was, it was like so a laser. Strong. Yes. Yeah. And then we just stayed there for hours while they, and they were out on foot too. Like I, I could hear all these footsteps of the police walking around with flashlights trying to find us. And then at the same time, the super bright light of the spotlight from the helicopter. Yeah. I, I, I don't know I, how they didn't find us, but yeah, it felt, it was, a it, it had to be a couple hours that we were out there because at when we finally, like, we were like, okay, what do you think? Are we good to move? What do you think? You know, we were debating and it was. Yeah. Yeah. The sun was starting to come up. Yeah. That's, when we, yeah, it, that's it was, what I remember. It was yeah. like, it was starting to get light outside. We stayed in the bushes for so long and yeah. morning was arriving. Yeah, yeah. And we were worried. So, you know, we had, we were supposed to all be in bed. Right. So we we're like, we got to get back. <laughs> yeah. We were spending the night at your yeah. house and it was like, good night, mom. <laughs> and then like, as soon as your parents went to sleep, we were like out the window and into trouble. And. And so we sneak our way back. I, I'm I'm minus one shoe, so I ran through all those bushes without a shoe. Oh, my God. and and we That's classic. We're we're climbing back over the wall, you know. And, yep, and yep, when yep. we got over that wall, I was so proud. I was all like. Dude, we did it. Yeah, we escaped the entire police force and the helicopter. No doubt. Yeah, I was all amped too. Yeah, that the other thing that I remember about when we were in the bushes was the loudspeaker. Oh, yeah, and then going, Yeah, you kids come out of there. You're you're, (laughs) major trouble. You better come out. You know, yeah, that's right. They were warning us. Absolutely. That was. That was pretty scary, <laughs> but really exhilarating. This yeah. is the police. Yes. Come out and surrender. <laughs> <laughs> you, yes, you, laddie, stand still. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was, oh, like, yeah, it was like that Pink Floyd thing. Yeah. Stand still, laddie. <laughs> Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, so we got over that wall and and we're kind of celebrating and we walk by like we had my parents had converted half the garage into like a family room, you know. Right. And we walk by that window and you know the sun's up so you can't see in, you can only see out. And we're walking by and then all of a sudden we hear Mitchell, is that you? <laughs> oh man! And it's just like, oh shit! Because <laughs> <laughs> all... we all thought we made it. We all thought we were like we, you know, escaped the entire police force. We made it back in the backyard. All we had to do was like go back in your bedroom and act like nothing happened. Yeah, but and... then your mom busted us, <laughs> and, and, and my mom busts us. And she goes, she's like, I don't know where you boys were. And it was a very stressful night. There were gunshots going off all night and a police chase. And I had no (laughs) idea where you guys were. (laughs) That's so funny. So I just, uh, I just said, oh, mom, we were out. That wasn't about us. And 
up until this episode, I never told her that the police chase and gunshots were all us. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, why don't we do our movie review now, Mr. Mitch and Mr. David? Perfect. Okay. So the movie that we're going to review is The Sandlot. It's an older movie that probably a lot, if not everybody, has already seen. And um, I really like this movie Did in general. It has a lot of meaning for me, uh, especially for everything that we've just been talking about, the adventure that we just went on. Um, there's a lot of key things in this movie. And even though it's about baseball, there's a lot of things that happen with these kids that for some reason just totally remind me of that night with the three of us, <laughs> you know, um, maybe not quite the same, but, but not that all, all that different. The first, the, the first thing that cracks me up, it's not exactly the same, but is very similar is when they go to the public pool and, and the kid tries to drown himself so that the lifeguard will have to save him. Yeah. I love that part. <laughs> that was great. Oh, and then she's lost. like giving him mouth to mouth and then they're worried, but he looks over at them and he gives this great smile. Yeah. Where he's like, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> that kid who did that, the kid with the glasses was actually, in my opinion, kind of the standout of the whole group. Like he yeah. was the most entertaining um, in yeah. his role. I thought so. So, yeah, exactly. So they had the public pool and we had the public pool that night. Then, um, you know, a, another one is the fireworks. Right. We had we had fireworks that night. Well, we had firecrackers. Yeah. That night. Um, so that kind of rang a bell with me. And then also the you'll remember this one, Mike, the um, carnival ride. Where they oh, yeah. curing tobacco, I was yeah. I was busting up on that because that reminds me of when you and I went on a carnival ride. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, we went on the spinning <laughs> ride, and and then I was like, he was like, I, I get sick on these rides, dude. And it was sort of a controllable ride where you could make it spin more or less, and like and stuff like that. And I just ignored all of his pleas. Like he he was he kept saying like. I'm starting to get sick, dude. And then I'd be like, yeah, whatever. And I'd make it spin faster and stuff. <laughs> and, uh, and, and then he was like, I'm going to puke. And, and I was like, yeah, whatever. And I just made it spin faster. And then he was like, I'm going to puke on you. <laughs> <laughs> so it was intentional. Oh, that's it was intentional. <laughs> well, I, didn't, I missed him. I didn't get him. Oh, because you didn't? Was spin oh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and only because of like physics. Cause like we were spinning around and he, he aimed the puke at me, but then it's oh, sprayed on. It's yeah. <laughs> it's sprayed behind us and below us. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, that's brutal. <laughs> that's funny. So that's classic. So, you know, for me so far, we've, we had the firecrackers just like they had the fireworks in the show. Right. Right. We've got the carnival ride and puking on the carnival ride, just like they had. They had the public pool with them swimming and, and, you know, the boy trying to drown himself and the lifeguard saving her. We didn't have quite that, but we still broke in and went skinny dipping in the public pool. 
Right. Yes. Right. So, you know, we still have that. And then this is, you know, this takes a little imagination, but it still is how I feel about this movie is I liken that monster dog. What was the dog's name? Um, I, I um, can't remember the dog's name. Yeah, I don't remember it either. Was it Beast? Did they call beast. it? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. There you go. It was. It was the Beast, <laughs> and and I liken the Beast to the police helicopter <laughs> and chasing us. There you go. Right. There you, you go. Know, yeah. We we totally ran and we outran the Beast. Yes. Yeah, that's not a stretch. I, I, that's that's about. I thought right. it was. Yeah, that's pretty good. I I thought it was really really funny how you know the kids imagined that dog as really huge a lot bigger than it actually was <laughs> yeah. and they were they were kind of showing that in the show and their their imaginations because they were so young just blew that dog all out of proportion yeah yeah, yeah. Were, i mean it was monstrous how they how they kind of saw it but you know honestly for me for this movie um when i see it when i'm watching it i, I mean that's what i'm seeing and what i'm relating and i always have when I've, because I've seen this movie, you know, I don't even double digit times, honestly. I think I've seen The Sandlot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but yeah, it's a good one. It's a good, good nostalgic uh, movie, you know? Yeah. Yeah. What and, did you think, David? Um, yeah. I, for me, I, you know, when I lived in Houston where I was growing up, I, I was super into baseball. So, you know, I, I played on a team. I was the first baseman, you know, because I could catch and, and I was a really good hitter and all that sort of stuff. And then, um, you know, when my dad came out to California to on a business trip to kind of check out the area and, and see if we wanted to move out here. I, you know, he left for a few weeks and I just completely lost all interest in baseball. <laughs> but up until that point, you know, I was super locked in and, you know, loved the sport and everything. So it was, it was kind of nostalgic for me. Yeah. You yeah. guys both probably like the baseball angle. I have never been a sportsman in any way. And so, I was worried about that for you. Yeah. The movie. I don't quite that. I don't know. That never really um, grabbed me. And so that I will admit in the movie, that was a little elusive, but what I liked, um, I liked the sense of camaraderie Um with them all as friends and it, it did remind me in some ways of um the movie stand by me yeah uh with yes, all the kids absolutely. and that's what i most related to like when thinking about you guys and stuff because it's just that 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 little boy camaraderie like the and that later becomes like the bromance or or whatever it is just friends you know hanging out doing crazy things sticking together through thick and thin um like I, I i like that scene when they were in the clubhouse making s'mores and stuff yeah and and i like that they had the clubhouse you know we used to have a fort in the backyard here and go out and do you know similar things and spend the night in the fort and all that and um and i i, I just like them chumming around and um and i liked you know the obsession with girls um, like, yeah, going because we were and are <laughs> obsessed with <laughs> girls and women, and um, yeah. and I love that whole 
bit at the pool with the lifeguard and stuff and and just the girls being there like half the reason if not the only reason that you'd go to a public pool was just to look at the girls you know yeah um so but it's the camaraderie for me so like i wasn't i wasn't like yeah this is about baseball i'm hating this it was like no this is about you know friendship and so for that i really liked it and i thought it, it caught that vibe really well yeah i didn't we didn't i think we played catch didn't we back then well we did yeah the only time in my life that i ever was briefly sort of into sports and i still stick to this today the only sport that i sort of liked was football and um and when you and i first knew each other um you introduced me to football you taught me how to throw a football you taught me how to catch a football your whole family was into football um and i kind of like football i used to say the only reason the only sport i like is football and that's because it's violent <laughs> you know it's like, a good old violent happens sport. <laughs> but at least in football they go and mash each other you know and and uh so but that quickly faded after you moved i don't know okay. i just i do like right. playing sports with friends like that's fun but frisbee like, golf we played we used to go to san diego and play frisbee golf yeah yeah nice. um i used to play a lot of frisbee golf that too was like a friend who was obsessed yeah. with frisbee golf though and i would just go along mostly for a walk in the park and the but, beer oh yeah and, and everybody was drinking i don't know what it's like now but it used to be the frisbee <laughs> golf course in san diego was a complete party scene and there would be these groups <laughs> of frisbee golfers and every uh hole that you went to it's not really a hole i'm not sure what they call it. it's like a basket you throw try to make the frisbee into but every time you right. stopped and you were waiting for your turn to um throw the frisbee into the basket everybody got w ripped like the, there was booze <laughs> there was weed <laughs> people were like on wow. heavier stuff so it was an excuse and i was married at the time too to a different lady than this last woman who divorced me and that marriage also ended in divorce but one part of it was her like trying to uh, get me to not drink so much. But if I went to play frisbee golf, it was an excuse to drink. You know, like it was a way <laughs> right, to get out right, of the right. house and, and, and be able to have beers handed to me. And so half the reason I would go on the frisbee golf tracks was just to have beers put in my hand. You know, because yeah, everyone, there you go. <laughs> they would have like a satchel, everyone yep. had a satchel. And and that was supposed to be filled with frisbees, but actually, and it was, but actually, it was also filled with like beer and weed, and so it was. It was. <laughs> I also liked the absurdity of that game, like that appealed to me because I have a tremendous appreciation for humor and the absurd. And frisbee golf, I thought, was like the most absurd game. Um, so it, you know, and and it was. I liked the fact that it, it wasn't pretentious like real golf um, right like right. nobody was dressing up or or there was like no class to frisbee golf it was just like we the people kind of screwing up and throwing plastic around <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> you, know? <laughs> chad, you know what mike chad still remembers going going frisbee golfing down there with you oh did we take chad yeah oh, well okay. we took chad, chad and julia but i think julia might have been a tad younger so she didn't remember but uh. chad did yeah, Sorry. it was fun. It was in it was in Balboa Park in San Diego. It was really a pretty um, scene with lots of trees and stuff. And 
grass and green and and it was a nice walk in the park it was a beautiful place to go yeah. and then you sort of had a purpose for being there because you were following your frisbee <laughs> so so getting Sounds back fun. to this movie um so i just wanted to share my reason i wanted you guys to watch this movie because i know it was kind of my recommendation um but i wanted to share the reason i know it's not a normal movie review um, like we would normally do, but, um, I, I just, I wanted to share that with you guys because every time I watch it, you go are the guys that I'm thinking about. And, you know, that night, you know, that one night, one summer adventure that we had, that's, you know, basically been with us a lifetime. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. I'm not sure we captured one night the <laughs> epicness of it in our description, but it was really epic. Like, yeah, well, yeah, it was. It, was, it, it we, yeah, we may not have elaborated quite as uh, extensively as we could on it. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I hope we could go into more like detail. A sense of, I mean, hugeness. It was like the whole police force and the police helicopter trying to get us while we were is trying to escape through the woods, like a movie. Yeah, like it, was, it, it was totally. Sure was. A, it was. It was the, you know, all I can say is it was like the Sandlot. You know, in an yeah. epic, yep. you know, totally. proportions and, you know, may not have been, you know, as wholesome. <laughs> as <the> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And then one, <laughs> you know, what's funny, one last thing that's a parallel to that movie. So after, you know, towards the end of Sandlot, when he has to fess up to his stepdad that um, he took the baseball, right? And right. And he gets grounded for a week. Remember, he he, he got grounded yes. for a week. Yep. So I got grounded for a week as well. For was it a week after the helicopter incident? <laughs> yeah, but it was a week um, in juvenile hall with my dad. <laughs> Ooh. So. Ooh, wow. My. Uh, so, so, so did he so did he turn you in in effect? Or, no, or, no. My I mean, dad worked at juvenile hall. Oh, you're kidding. Yeah. Oh, interesting. <laughs> so he worked in a special program where it was kind of like an outpatient situation where the kids would go there during the week. Now, the difference was the actual kids that were sentenced there spent the night in like a dorm situation. But on the weekends, they went home. when they, So it was okay. like basically 24-7 supervision. Right. You you weren't allowed to go anywhere without supervision, even your parents. So my parents kind of decided the same thing with me if I couldn't be trusted. So my mom shipped me off to my dad and um, I had basically I had to go to work with him. He could bring me in. I mean, I'm sure he kind of snuck me in, but he brought me in every day uh, for like a week. I was basically not out of his sight. Because um, wow. Mitch's dad worked at Juvenile Hall. Yeah. He was a teacher there. Okay. So, yeah. oh, um, that's interesting. Yeah. That's, so, that's I had. Wild. To, yeah. I mean, like, I had to get in the lunch line with them. And I mean, I had to do everything just like I was sentenced there. But, so, so did, did you tell, um, did you tell your parents, like, the whole, no, like, what happened that night? Or, no, my mom is finding out, uh, as she's listening to this right now. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, we might have to schedule a follow-up appointment with your mom. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> no yeah. way out of this one. <laughs> so that's why that movie meant so much to me. It's just like I, I just all the parallels to me for that night has just been utterly amazing. Yeah. Um, you know, when I look at it, you know, from that point of view and, and, you know, I was hoping after I explained it, you guys could see that too. And maybe the movie would have a, you know, different meaning to you guys, but, um, or, you know, in that, in that way. But anyway. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. It's a lot of metaphor going on there. Yeah. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty interesting that all the parallels and everything. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was really good. It was, it was super, um, you know, nostalgic and, and, you know, bringing, bringing me back to that time too, as far as our, you know, childhood and just all the crazy stuff. Yeah. We did. And it, it had that like, bittersweet, yeah. almost documentary type ending where they, they were like, this guy ended up here and this guy ended up there and we lost touch with this guy. And, and that, yeah. I, I like the camaraderie in it. And, and then I also like that kind of bittersweet, reality of it because when you grow up that magical period ends or yeah or or it gets severely tested but i mean for the most part with a few exceptions which is like you guys uh everybody disappears like that magical bond that brought you all together as kids like i don't know people outgrow it or circumstances are such that it can't be maintained or whatever. So it's a really special time of people's lives. Um, it when it kids, absolutely is. You know, and so, but so that kind of ending where they were like, you know, kind of told what happened to everybody, that kind of got me too. Yeah. Well, and that's where we are right now, right? Because here we are sharing with everyone, even if you want to take this that deep, right? So here we are to the end of our Sandlot movie, right? And, <laughs> And and here we are sharing with everyone, right? David's in in on the coast of California. You're still back where we grew up. I'm in Northern California. You know, it's it's just amazing to me, anyway. When I when I see it, how parallel and and everything is. You know, it's it's just really cool. We're the survivors, though. Like like he was at the baseball game with his his friend and. I mean, we did survive it. We're all still talking to each other, though, you know? Yeah. Yeah, what, what's kind of cool is that um, we're actually past where the movie is because we're reconnecting and, and kind of yeah. rebonding. And that's pretty yeah. cool. I mean, it is bittersweet in the movie how they, you know, they say, you know, where the, the different characters went and what, what's happening, what happened with them. But they it never says that they ever got back together. Right. You know? Yeah. And it's yeah, just this is kind of guys. this is kind of special. But yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, I agree. All right. Well, all right. Let's, so how many flushes do you give it, Mitch? Uh I'm gonna give it one flush. Okay. How about you, David? Yeah, I I would say the same. It was a great movie. I, I really enjoyed it. So I'd say one flush. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with one flush as well. All nice. right. And, and and more for me on the flushes is mainly because it has such a deep meaning to me, 
I mean, you know, we didn't talk about the actors or the plot necessarily. We talked about what the movie meant to us, which is important, yeah. I think, for this episode. But, um, you know, that's why I'm going with One Flush. Yeah, I'm going for it for that, too. And it's all completely subjective and totally personal to me. There might be people who, you know, loathe this film. But for me, <laughs> because it reminded me of our childhood, um, I'm going to, yeah, that's going to be my rating. Yep, they, they pretty much nailed it. So <laughs> it had a great, great feel. And it was, a, you know, really did kind of grab everything that, you know, we stood yeah. for when we were younger. It's been a great pleasure having you on the show. And I hope that you'll be on a lot of the other shows, too. Um, it is a dream come true for me. I really, really wanted this to happen. And, um, and I, you know, I only recently just got back in touch with you again, and I've really missed you. And I, I'm really glad that we're back in touch now, too. So thanks for being on the show. Yes, thank you. Oh, you are so welcome. Yeah, it's been the same thing for me. You know, it's, it's been 40 years, I think, since we've talked. <laughs> and, and it was just such it's been such a pleasure reconnecting and, and um, yeah, it's amazing. And I, I would love to be on the show more. And, yeah. And we want you to hang out you with can, you guys. You can you know? play your music on the show. Yeah. Bring your guitar. Absolutely. I will bring the guitar next time. And then also you, you said you might want to have like your whole band on the show. Yes. I'm, I'm sure the guys would love to do the show. Yeah. yeah. Just hear some of the stories yeah. that you guys have. Uh, they got some yes. stories, right? Total rock and roll story. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're stories. <laughs> Lots of them. Awesome. Uh, all right, guys. Well, I appreciate you having me on the show. And, and um, yeah, I'll look forward to talking to you soon. Thank you so much, dude. Cool. Thank you again, sir. Two men and with the mic was recorded live in front of Clothes on a Hanger at Clothes on a Hanger Studios, California. You can reach out to them on Instagram at the number two men with a mic 